Guys, there is a high, high chance that we are going to break up over this motherfucking podcast. Troy, introduce yourself to the class. Hey fam, Troy's here. I don't think we're going to break up. You don't? I just, you know, this is all new to me, so I'm, I'm learning, and you know, I got I got a great coach here, so I think yeah. we're going to you know, just coach of the year here. Um, so if you're watching uh, my Instagram stories right now, we are uh, sitting at the end of the bed. Troy's on uh, a new chair that we just got for the bedroom. Bedroom's finally complete. Um, but we have one microphone. So it kind of looks like the dick pics that you send me. It's just your hand wrapped around a big old, big old shaft. Um, but I had a second uh, microphone and then this like, $700 connector thing so you can like interview people. Um, but of course I lost it in the move just like every fucking other thing. So if the sound quality is bad, then you know, you you can give us two stars because it's probably what we deserve. But anyway, um, highly, highly requested that Troy come on the podcast. If you guys know me, not a big like interview type gal. Um, I've actually been requested not to have other people on the podcast except for Troy. So, you know, this is just... Such a delight. How do you feel? I feel honored. Honestly, I'm very excited to be here. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. And and forgive uh, Dallas. We hear him panting in the background. We just took the dogs on a big walk, and, and uh, he sounds like he's a little out of shape. But we'll get you through know, that. Don't we all around here? <laughs> um. So what are we doing next week? What is next week? Uh, next week is our one-year anniversary. And we got a uh, nice house on Lake Oconee. And got Why don't you give him the address? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just show up. We're going to have a big party. We'll, we'll keep that. We'll keep that between us. <laughs> and uh, got a nice boat rented and got some friends coming in uh, for the weekend. So it should be a good time. It's going to be so fun. Should we get a Party City banner that says, <laughs> happy one year anniversary? Guys, if you've been following along for, you know, the past year, every, you know, remember when we were in Mexico and we were like singing to the song that's going to like be our wedding song or whatever. And I put it on my story. I was like, it's our anniversary and we're just singing. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my God, it's already been a year. I was like, oh no, it's like our six month anniversary. We just celebrate every month on the 26th. Hey, gotta celebrate. Um, always celebrate. Should we tell them about your email address? Let's tell them how we met. Why don't you, why don't you tell them how we met? Cause that was actually one of the questions. Guys, um, on the Instagram, I asked, you know, you guys have been asking for Troy on the, on the podcast. So what kind of questions can we ask him? And you guys asked um, some pretty juicy stuff. I've given him a little bit of a heads up, but I really think we're just going to hit him between the eye and, you know, ask if he remembers my ring size sort of thing. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, one of the questions was, um, how did y'all meet? What were your first impressions of Gretchen? So why don't you just give him the whole whole shebang? Because I've given my side of the story and I'm sure people would love to hear yours. Yeah, so... Um, I don't think my side of the story will differ very much. Why don't you uh, tell them how you judged the fuck out of me? Because you thought I was a slutty Instagram whore. Well, well, so as everyone knows, uh, you know, Luke and Lauren made, made the introduction. And, and on my end, you know, Luke reached out and, and said he had, uh, you know, a neighbor, a friend that, um, you know, he'd think that I'd, I'd really like and we should go out on a date. And, um, you know, at the time I was leaving town for a good bit of time. And so... You know, I was like, hey, I appreciate it, but, you know, I kind of I kind of punted on the opportunity at first. You um, punted on it. I did. I did. I've never heard that term before, but okay. Um, and so when I was coming back, I, you know, reached out to Luke, said, hey, I'll be, you know, coming back to town. Um, you know, if, if Gretchen's still single, I'd love to take her out. And he was like, yeah, I'll reach out. So Weird, she's um, still <laughs> single. <laughs> well, it wasn't that long after. It was, you know, it wasn't, wasn't too far after. Most stop looking your nuts. Um. 
so you know come back to town and uh you know funny enough i i luke said hey you know you can reach out to her and and ask her she's totally cool with it and i said all right luke you know how do you expect me to do that right he didn't give me a phone number or instagram anything like that i was like i'll just send her a smoke signal and uh he got a kick out of that but gave me her, her instagram and so um, I ended up shooting her a, a, a DM that was, you know, pretty casual. Um, super, you know, super casual. Referenced uh, our love for tequila and our dogs, and you know, I think the rest is history. Um, you know, I, I think it was funny because when I DM'd her, I wasn't actually back in town yet, so I told her when I'd be back and that I would, you know, reach out at the time, and we didn't talk from probably for two weeks after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you were going to Punta Cana. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Where I took those phenomenal butt pictures. Yep. And I, I was like, I made Ooh. sure to to like all those as they were coming in. Thank you. Um, Thanks for the support. And then, uh, yeah, so that that Monday um, that I said I'd be back in town, I shot her a text. At of, like 8 a.m., guys. It was the most impressive thing. He said, I will be back on, um, it must have been August 21st. 22nd or something he's like i'll be back then and we'll like plan for a time and literally that day at like 8 or 9 a.m shot me a note yeah shot me a text and i think we got dinner on thursday was it it thursday yeah yeah so um yeah you know i i actually switched it up i i asked to take her out for a drink at first um you know keep it casual not a huge commitment because you know, what if we both hated each other? We both had to have a little bit of an out, you know? And For so, sure. um, you recommended I, that shitty restaurant. <laughs> well, so then I think it was Thursday morning or Wednesday, whatever it was. I was like, Hey, you know, what are your thoughts on, on doing dinner instead of just drinks? And, um, I'm pretty sure you texted Lauren and you're like, Hey, should I, should I go to dinner or just stick to drinks? Is this guy a serial um, killer? And so Lauren, Lauren gave her the thumbs up. We ended up having dinner and, and we were there for, I mean, is that three or four hours? Mm-hmm. Um, long period of time, but my first impression was was obviously, Super you know, uh, well, when she walked out her front door, right, that first impression is, you know, wow, she's beautiful. Um, and then, you know, as soon as she got in the truck and we were driving, like conversation started right there and it was just natural. There was never any tension. There was never any awkwardness. Um, and, and I think that's what really made it so easy. Um, like I said, we were at that restaurant for, for hours. Um, so what's an example, and you don't have to like name names, you know, but when you're going out to like a first date with someone, what is something in like the first 30 minutes, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, where you're just like, Ooh, um, like what, what, what do girls give off that you're just like, like men are normally like turned off from? Well, I think a, a big thing is you know, comfort, right? You can tell if somebody's comfortable or, um, you know, shy or awkward. Like comfortable with themselves. Yeah. Like not, not that that's a a bad thing. I have a, I have a big personality. Um, Mm -hmm. Gretchen has a big personality. So there was no shyness or timidness between our conversation. Um, But, you know, from my perspective, and I I think a guy's perspective, and I won't speak for everyone, but, you know, a sense of timidness or, or shyness, you know, comes off as either they don't want to be there because they're not, you know, answering questions or talking mm. or they're just kind of shorting you out. Um, but also, like, you know, I've gone on dates where girls have literally just stared at their phone the whole time and, like, picked their head up and answered a question and put their head back Ew. down. 
yeah and and you know that happens out there and so it's really just like my gauge is, uh, is on comfort level right are they asking me questions am mm. i asking them questions is there conversation happening or is it just really one side and it almost doesn't seem like someone wants to be there what about confidence confidence is big too you got i mean like com- being well when you say comfortable i think like that someone is comfortable in their own skin like comfortable like you're comfortable being around them but they're also comfortable with like who they are sort of thing yeah i think it it comes from Right. You have introverts and extroverts, right? You have people that are comfortable in social situations. You have some people that are uncomfortable in social situations. Neither one is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. But, um, you know, my personality, I like people that are comfortable in us in a social situation that Mm -hmm. can have conversations that, um, you know, they can engage in a conversation and not just be asked questions the whole time. You know, it's kind of crazy is when you say like, um, if someone is responding, not being sh- like uh, timid, whatever you said, that's a sign that someone doesn't want to be there. So I think of all the women who I chat with who are like, um, you know, maybe they're not comfortable in their own skin or maybe they're not self-confident. And maybe the guy is a really great guy and he's thinking, oh, I feel like this person doesn't want to be here because they're not, you know what I mean? I don't know. Let's see. Um, anything else you would like to say about uh, first impressions? Um, no, I think, I think it just, you know, all went really well. And, and, you know, we both agree that we hit it out of the park. And I mean, honestly, at the end of the first date, we were playing in the second. So it's a, a great sign. What do you think, um, this is like summarizing a question, but what do you think, like, so you're in that situation, you knew that you wanted to see me again. What if you didn't, what are like, what do men do when it's like, oh my God, I thought someone farted. What do you, what do men do when it's like, mm, I don't really want to, I don't want to continue on with her. Like, what would you have done? Um, well, I wouldn't have talked about having a second date. It would have just been like, Hey, that was fun. You know, I'll, I'll reach out to you. I'll give you a call, shoot you texts, whatever. And then hit you up you know, on the gram. Probably, you know, just let you down easy after that. You know, just say, have a great time. I'm not, not thinking that this is going to work, whatever. Um, but if there's a, you know, interest there'll be somewhat of a sense of urgency and everyone handles that differently whether it's talking about doing something on a next date or saying hey i'd love to see you again and you don't necessarily have to plan it but it's just making it known that you want to see that person again you're crushing it babe thank you so much okay so hot fire question how many times have you almost bought me crocs oh multiple i actually i was at uh i think i was at dick's one day and i was picking up um, I was picking up or I was getting my putter regripped and classic the the Dick Sporting Goods in uh, next to Phipps and Lennox Mall in that complex with Target on the wall. They had an entire croc wall with every single color. And I actually sent I remember I sent you a picture and I said, coming home with a surprise. And you said, I will throw them in the trash. <laughs> so they're, they're so you know, ugly. So that's been a, a big joke. Every time I see a croc wall or I see crocs, I always send her a picture. I, you know, I, I'll likely buy her a pair one day. Um, maybe like when I'm like six kids deep, maybe and I'm just, my feet are swollen to size <laughs> 20. Well, you have enough pairs of slides and everything that they would just sit in the closet anyways. So that's very true. Um, okay. Wait. So, I do want you to answer. You don't have to answer right now. You can think about it for a second. Um, the funniest moment between us, unless you can think about it. It has to be, you know, somewhat appropriate. 
So you can... Funniest moment. You can think on that. But we said that we were going to answer this one because we were talking about it last night and gave the thumbs up. Um, I won't say the name who asked, but how do you support having such a successful girlfriend without feeling inferior? So this is... And this is like tips for men and women yeah. in general. No, I mean, I think that's a good question, but I think that the big piece there is I've never felt inferior, Ooh. right? You know, it's, Hit it's, it's awesome having a successful girlfriend or in general, a successful significant other, because if you have a good relationship, then you're celebrating each other, no matter if it's a, a big win or a small win or whatever it may be. And it, it shouldn't be about a relationship shouldn't be about, and this is my opinion, right? About someone's success mm -hmm. or how much money they make or status in a certain situation, right? It's about you two and you know, the love you have for each other. So, so I sit there and, you know, Gretchen always compliments or praises me, lifts me up. We celebrate little wins. We celebrate big wins, whatever that may be. And, you know, it's never a, a an in-your-face thing or there's never something that, you know, she tries to hang over my head or I try, try to hang over her head. We just celebrate each other and love each other and love each other's success. And it's it's easy. It's never been an issue. And like I said, if you have some, if there's someone in a relationship that's constantly putting someone down because of their status or because of the, how much money they make or because of their job title, then that's toxic in the first place. And in my opinion, you know, that's not a good relationship to be in. Um, right. And I think for me, that's a dead on red flag. That's, that's something that I would never put up with. Um, and if that's an issue, then you got to think twice. Like, is, you know, why, why do you love that person? If they're constantly putting you down and making you feel inferior, that's not a good relationship. Mm -hmm. um, now, you know, you could have two really successful people in a relationship and, you know, they still treat each other with respect. They still celebrate each other's wins. You could have, you know, two people that may be going through a tough time, but as long as they support each other and, and keep each other happy and lift each other up and, they don't knock each other down, then, yes. you know, that that's the way it should be in any relationship. I, I think if, regardless of the situation, if you have one person making the other person feel inferior, then that's not good. And you should probably, you know, walk away from that. A hundred percent. But I think what you said in the beginning is spot on. Like you have never felt inferior. Right. So you, there might be people who date other people who are more successful than them, for example, and they're going to automatically feel inferior mm. just because they're incom incompetent, uncompetent, incompetent, in incompetent, Un yeah. in not confident, not confident. Um, you know what I mean? It's, it's like nothing that the other person did. They're right. just, and so I, I've gotten that question a couple times. And if I could say anything about it, it's like, if you are with a man who, and I have been there but if you're with someone who feels or like wants to make you feel small or says that you work too much or that you know you put too much emphasis on a career like they are just naturally inferior you're going to find someone who thinks that it's like sexy and cool and I remember that one time you were like you remember we were sitting at the kitchen table and you said something or we were outside or something about like motivating well, like yeah. that's that's what someone yeah. who is a woman who is like career 
forward, career driven, like that, you have to have that. Right. And, and so, yeah, if I, I'll take a step back and, and address it from the, um, maybe it's, it's self-inflicted, mm. right. It, and you know, that I sit there and, and yeah, I could, I could get on a soapbox and make myself feel, feel inferior, or get in my own head. But if you could also take a step back and say, wow, this person is successful. I want to, you know, I want to strive to be better. I see some of the different things they, you know, you do, whether it's working late at night, whether it's waking up early, whether it's taking that extra call when we're walking the dogs, whatever it is to be better, that motivates me to be better, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's your habits are, your habits and your work ethic motivate me to have a better work ethic and you know better habits if mm-hmm. you will mm-hmm. um it's just like people who this is not relationships in general but it's like you know i'm always talking about women obviously but like you see another woman who's successful or they've done this like really crazy thing it's like you you have two choices you're either going to be intimidated by that or you're going to be inspired by it right. like that's just all mindset and my my opinion self-confidence and you are just a very successful on your own confident amazing human being you know what I mean so like of course you're going to I'm sure that you would see anyone who's successful your brother your friends and you're gonna be like holy shit dude like that's so awesome it's I cannot picture you ever being someone who's like oh well he probably you know what I mean like well, I, t- I, I tuned in last to last week's podcast oh you did uh, I'm yeah, so happy yeah, for so you I, I when I you realized... fucked a fucking mermaid cool. <laughs> <laughs> well I tuned in to last week's podcast and tuned in <laughs> one of the <laughs> I doubt myself in um <laughs> got a one call of the things the that you touched line. on and that we talked about when when you gave me a call was you know being happy and, and confident and in love with yourself right mm-hmm. where you are all of my friends celebrate each other's wins, whether that's a, you know, record low on the golf course or mm-hmm. they close the biggest deal of their life. Mm-hmm. I had a buddy that just closed a whale of a deal and it was his first one, blew it out of the water. And the support that he got from the friend group was was incredible. Yeah. Right. And that's what you need to have. But I I do understand people are at different stages of their lives and there could be senses like, you know, some sense of jealousy, right? Whether it's a yeah. relationship or a friendship or in a friend group. But at the same time, you need to flip that thinking, right? And, and eliminate that negative kind of jealous thought and say, hey, I'm surrounded by some awesome people, some motivated people, hard workers, successful people. You can't people. do that, baby. When you- Stop I mean, banging, banging on, on the arm of this chair. Um, <laughs> when you surround yourself with those kind of people, your mindset will change. And, do you and, not, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and I think that that's a, a big piece is just changing your mindset. Like, don't be negative on yourself, you mm-hmm. know? I was talking to a buddy this weekend and, you know, he, he mentioned a great piece of advice is life's hard enough. Like Mm. don't be so hard on yourself or don't Mm. be so hard on others. You Mm. know, you may stumble and fall, but get back up, you know, lean on your significant other to pick you back up or pick them back up. And that's why it's so important to have such a strong bones foundation. When the the bones are good, right? When the bones are good. Um, so back to your friends, one, cause some people say like, how did you find Troy? How do I find one of them? Like, what am I looking for? Lo- one of the first things that Lauren said to me was that your friend group was like her favorite guys. Like I remember she said specifically, she's like, I would have zero thought that like all those guys, my husband, this is Lauren, my husband included would be sitting around and like, 
like hooker girls would walk by and they would look up and then just like get back to drinking their beers and like having fun together. Like they're just another, like it's so not reassuring, but especially in the beginning when I started to meet your friends, I'm like, you have a phenomenal friend group and you're surrounded by incredible human beings. So like red flag, green flag here, guys, like, like who someone is friends with, uh, you can't control other people, no. But, like, if someone considers their best friend to be someone who, like, cheats on their wife, like, that's that's a red flag. And, and you no, you can't, you're not responsible for those people. But, like, in my opinion, if I'm dating someone whose best friend cheats on their wife and they, I don't know. You know what I mean? What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it goes back to what I just said about surrounding yourself with good people and, and you know, people that celebrate each other, right? It's... Um, I've been fortunate enough in, in my life from, you know, when I lived growing up in a small town in Connecticut, I had a, a phenomenal group of friends and I still do have a phenomenal group of friends back there. But one thing that, that I love, and I, I don't know if this is unique across the board, I, is all of my different friend groups from my hometown to college to Atlanta to, you know, my first couple years in Atlanta to new friends I've met in Atlanta to colleagues I've met through work that I still stay in contact with every I I'm confident that I can mesh all every single one of those groups mm. of friends and everyone would get along because we all have the same very similar personalities very similar you know goals and you know we have very similar interests so you know I've been I've been fortunate enough in my life to have those groups of friends and you know they're not huge but they're tight-knit groups of guys and I'm confident I can call any one of them, if I haven't talked to him in five years and, and ask a favor or just pick up the phone and talk to him and it feels like I, I saw him yesterday. So yeah. I, I think that's big. I think that's, you know, uh, you know says a lot is who, who you hang out with, right? It's got to be surrounded by good people. You are who you surround yourself with. Yep. Love it. Okay. So a lot of people want to know what it's like. So this is your first time and last time living with a girl. <laughs> Never again. Will you ever? Um, what's that like? Has anything changed? Um, any like things that you think make it go really well? Um, people just kind of want to like, did you think it was the perfect timing? Was it too early? Was it too late? Maybe you can tell the class what you said about the, um, uh, what was it? The, the, the thing that we did for my birthday, the getaway cabin. That was a funny comment. Remember what you said Mm. when you were like, I would move in here with you. And it was, guys, it was a room the size of a king bed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think, <laughs> you know, I I think it's been great living together, right? I've had no second second guesses, second thoughts about it. Have you ever um, had a second guess about our relationship? No, I haven't. Have you ever had any doubts? No, I, I haven't. Is there, what don't you like about me? Uh, what question are we answering right this now? This one. <laughs> <laughs> um, While I'm looking you dead in the eyes <laughs> and you have a microphone in your hand. What would you change about me? Um, nothing. Okay. How's it like living? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, back to the original question. Um, yeah, you guys know Gretchen never gets sidetracked Never on anything. I am so not ADD. Um, You're pretty ADD too. I can't be. Uh, back to it. Back sorry, to it. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, living together has been fantastic. Um, I don't think there's any issues. Um, Gretchen wakes up really early. I like to sleep in a little bit. Um, Troy sweats, guys. <laughs> Disgusting. Like a sweaty... So now you know what she doesn't like about me. Yeah. Um, if I could change anything, I would get in like some sweat gland Botox or something. <laughs> it's like wet. His arms are wet. 
but no, it's been it's been phenomenal. We're on the same page. We we communicate a lot. It, so there's really no there's no issues, right? Um, it's what about like the chores and sorry to cut you off like the chores and stuff like how do we you know because at the end of the day you are roommates yeah like as well so well, how do you think you know, we do if, with that if if i cook we clean up together or gretchen says go sit down i'll clean up right um i buy the groceries one time she buys the groceries the next time or she buys the groceries a couple times because you know i've been cooking a lot right and that's how you know, she wants to, to give back and thank me for it. Um, some days she's working <laughs> like crazy and I'll cook dinner, clean up, take the dogs out, right? Like there's never been any, oh, I have to do this now. And I feel like we would both be very like, listen, I have, can you stop doing that? <laughs> I have like cooked every single night and bought all the groceries and taken the, like it would be a very, it wouldn't be that aggressive. It would be like a, I feel like we're very open with that. And that's a huge thing that you always touch on is that we are big, big, big communicators. Clearly we can fucking talk. (laughs) Well, one thing too is like, I love, you know, I love taking all three dogs to the park and walking with them, like getting out. And I mean, (laughs) I'm sure you've talked about it before, but like, I, I like my alone time. I can go sit in the woods and hunt for, you know, 48 hours straight and not talk to a single soul, you know, but I could also ramble on for days. So things like, me going out and just organizing the whole garage for a couple hours. Like that stuff is, is, I I don't mind doing that. Taking the dogs for the walk while you're working, right? Like there's, there's stuff that I don't mind doing. You don't mind, you know, ripping through the vacuum or, you know, doing laundry. Crush it. I really don't like that stuff. You Um, think I don't mind doing laundry? I mean, I fucking hate laundry. Well, I know because if we look at the guest room bed, it's, uh, looks like there's getting a little full. Yeah. Um, so, so there's always give and take, but there's also, you know, never been any controversy. Like we're on the same page. We talk about it. So now I think all in all, it's been a great experience. I don't think it's, I think it's strengthened our relationship. Um, you know, fortunately we were able to spend a lot of time together, you know, prior to us living together that made it easy. Um, What's your love language? Um, I think I'm a nice hybrid of, of a couple. I, a nice I like, hybrid. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I, uh, I like quality time. Um, I think there's a big, I think quality time is probably my biggest love language. Sorry, guys. I had to pause because I got a notification that says you need to save your work because you've been talking too much. Um, so I also just want to say that you guys are the best group of hype women um, ever because there's comments in here that is like that are like not a question just we're so happy that you're our girls person and that's just so sweet and you guys love Troy just as much as I do well probably not as much but um okay so we can either do um your favorite memory something that we don't know about Gretchen bad things about I got a couple bad things like what what don't you like about Gretchen um, or just best, funniest memories. How did you win her over? How, that's a good one. How do you think you won me over? Was it the dick or was it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Troy's red. <laughs> I don't, I mean, that's, that's making a lot of assumptions. Um, what is how I think I won you over? No, that's great. I would want love, me to make assumptions. I want you to No, I, people want to know what you think. Um, like, how do you think? I don't know. I think just being myself. Um, I was at a place, a point in my life where I, I was happy. I, I wasn't looking for something. Right. And, 
um, I was just able to be myself around her. And I think that's the biggest thing. We had, we had fun. We laughed. We had conversations. We'd sit on the couch and just talk for hours. We'd go on a hike. We, you know, whatever it might be, we'd cook dinner. I'd cook dinner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, can I tell them about the kiss thing, about our first kiss? Okay, I'll tell them. Okay. You can chime in if you want. But guys, it was literally our third date. We were, right? Was it our third date when we were hiking? And I literally was like, I was wearing like the tightest workout pants, this little bra. <clears throat> I'm so sorry, bra crop top and like pulled my boobs up. I'm pretty sure I was wearing like a sticky bra like under it. So my boobs were like this. We were going on a hike and I was like, like my hair was down and he, we literally had not kissed, touched, like barely touched me. And I was just like sticking my butt at, like we were hiking and I was like walking in front of him, just like poking out my butt. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, is he going to like hug me? Like, are we going to like make out after this? And then, um... We didn't. He was so respectful. And I was like, maybe he doesn't like me. Maybe he just wants to be my friend. And then we went to the Cody Johnson concert and we like pushed our way through to the front row. And we were like, um, what's it called? Hugging, Mm -hmm. like embraced in each other's arms the whole time. And then what was the song? Nothing on you. Nothing on you, which is a song about like being naked. And then we started making out and all these like 16 year olds were like, ew, (laughs) fucking cackling at us. And Troy was just like flipping them off from behind while we made out for like three hours. It was amazing. And then one time or like, it was like our fourth date and we went up to the battery of fear in Atlanta, you know, (laughs) and we went up to the battery and we went to like what fucking super Rica. And then we went to PBR, which is like a bar with like, a lemon drop shots and like a riding bowl. Yeah, yeah yeah and tell them what we did uh we were just in the corner making out the whole time no we were pushed up uh, like standing on like these like barrier things like shoved up against the windows making out and like lauren and luke were, came up and tapped us and they're like you know you like can go home like, we were the only ones there though we at were the only ones so. there we literally like i i think we stared at each other and made out for like three hours it was disgusting I would yeah. totally go back. Good times. Is that your favorite memory of us? Um, I would say either getaway cabins. Getaway cabins were a good one. That was a great, great, great experience. That was we, a great experience. We've had a lot. From the Vail trip to getaway cabins. What's been your favorite trip? Oh, I don't know. They've all been very different. Very different. Um, family, you know, London, there was so much. Oh my gosh, London was Mexico so was a blast with all our friends. And yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of great experiences. I loved Vail. Yeah, I want to go back. Vail was awesome. Think we should. Gretchen's the next Lindsay Vaughn out there. Yeah, fast as lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Troy's a phenomenal fucking skier. He, him and his brother can ski like lightning down the fucking mountain. And I'm just like, you know, casually Gretchen, streaming Gretchen's along. Gretchen's safe. She doesn't want to get hurt. We're just a little reckless. Yeah, I just like like my life. I, you know, Moose and Henry need their mom. We're very controlled. No, you are not. You fly down the mountain in like 45 seconds. It's disgusting. Just straight balls deep. Straight down. Gotta love a good adrenaline rush. Oh, speaking of his brother, his brother is not single. We got that question a few times. And no, he is is dating Sabrina, who we love. So shout out, gal. Um, Anything else that you would like to... Oh, you know what? This would be a really good one. And I want you to really think. Because this is a popular one. Okay. If you could give advice... I know you have a call. Give us a couple minutes. This is important. If you 
could give advice to a woman who is single, maybe doesn't feel like she's attracting the right men, not maybe not attracting, not finding the right men. What are like, what do you, what do you give to like the gals? What's a common denominator, right? Take a step back and see, are you, that's a good point. Are you, yeah. And, and, you know, think about it, right? Where are you, where are you finding guys to go on dates on? Mm. Is it, are you just finding guys on, on Tinder? Are you just finding guys on Bumble? Grindr. Uh, wherever (laughs) you may, that may be your issue. Um, (laughs) but take a step back and try to see what the common denominator is. Like, is it, are you just meeting guys at bars drunk on Saturday night? Are you just meeting guys on, on dating apps? Um, you know, maybe try to switch that up, whether it's, you know, going out with friends and seeing if friends have, you know, you go out with a group of friends and if they have guy friends meeting through mutual friends, right? Cause it's all about who you surround yourself with. If you, if you're hanging out with friends and they have, you know, friends, there's a good chance, very similar personalities, hmm. right? So I think the big thing is don't just try to date someone to date someone. Um, if, you're very big on that. Yeah. It's let it happen you know, I, I want to say naturally, but you know, again, it's 2022. Sometimes things don't happen naturally, but it can work out. Right. And there's nothing wrong with dating apps or anything like that. I would say if you're constantly, if you constantly feel like you're striking out, take a step back, look at mm. the common denominator. Is it the same type of dude? Is it the same guy that goes out all weekend or does he have a good group of friends and they like to go hiking? They like to ski. They like to play golf, right? They're active. Or are they just, you know, booze hounds and love partying and, you know, doing drugs, right? Like, look at the type of people you're dating and, you know, if it's if they're all the same type of people, well, maybe you like the idea of that type of person, but it just isn't your person. Um, oh. So I think that's a, a big piece is being real with yourself and saying, hey, you know, something's got to change. And it may not, it may not be you. Hell, it may be you, right? It may be who you think you like isn't someone that you should be with. You know, two opposite personalities may not, you know, they may mesh, they may not. But take a step back, look at the common denominators and just make some changes. Don't be, don't be afraid to go out and date someone you wouldn't normally date because you may actually like that type of person Mm -hmm. because you've not liked dating the last 10 guys you went out with or 10 girls you went out with. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big thing is just be able to self-reflect on what that common denominator is and don't be scared to switch that up. Throw yourself a curveball. Wow. That was spot on, babe. Thanks. Crushed it. Oh, that was off the cuff too. Dude. <laughs> the whole thing has been. Um, anything that you would like to leave us with? Um, oh, we can answer my favorite question. What's your favorite thing about yourself? Um. Mm. Guys, I will say while he thinks on that, I said to Troy for like the first um, like six months that we were dating, more than that. But I was like, you have just not been properly loved. Like you are literally the most lovable human on the planet. My friends are literally obsessed with him. You were made, I can confidently say that you were manufactured in a lab for me. Um, mm, that may that may hurt my mom's feelings. Well, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you are just literally the most lovable person. You're so amazing. That. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I, I would say 
favorite thing about myself is the fact that I've kind of come to terms with who I am and, and I've, I am just happy with who I am. I've accepted, um, you know, my life. I am at a point where I'm truly happy. Um, and you were, and you were happy coming, you were happy single. I was happy single. Yeah. I I mean, I, I told my sister, I joked around my sister before I met Gretchen. I was like, hell, I'd be happy being the, you know, single fun uncle for the rest of my life. And Mm -hmm. at the point in time that I'm at, I was okay with that. I, that was okay with me. And then Gretchen came into my life and, you know, changed that. Um, but again, I, I think that my favorite thing about myself right now is the fact that I was able to come to terms and, and be happy with myself and enjoy where I'm at and enjoy the ride, enjoy the ups and downs. Like nothing's ever going to be perfect, but you got to be okay with that. And I think, you know, I'm 30 years old now. Uh, Yikes. You know, it, that it takes time to get there. And, and I'm just happy that I was able to, to get there, you know, sooner rather than later. What's your favorite thing about us? One word. What's your word of the day? Oh, word of the day. It's so early. Um, well, what's your what's your word of us right now? What's your word of our relationship right now? Cohesive. Oh, wow. Big word. Yes. Care to elaborate? Um, we mesh together really well. Everything we do is just, you know, I step with my right foot, you step with your left foot, right? It's just one Aww. follows the next. It's That's it's so just cute. You ever see water flow down a sink? It's no. it's art. It just swirls, it all goes together. There's nothing blocking it. <laughs> That's my that's my poet. Wow, side. Yeah. that is incredible. Yeah, I thought so. So we're water going down a faucet. It just it just flows nothing very naturally. It. There's nothing stopping it. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh. And even if you do put a block in, eventually it's all gonna come back together. Like a like a piece of caramel that you made on the stove that you almost blew our house up. Yeah, I was making those little uh, lollipops. Troy smoked a little too much weed that day. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay, well, thank you, Troy. This was a pleasure. Appreciate your time. We'll see y'all next time. Okay. Bye.